Are you building your confidence or are you eroding your confidence? And that only you can answer, but guess what? If it's not on the positive scale at any given time, you can course correct and you can say, you know what? I'm going to build my self-esteem. You know what? I am going to start to become a more confident human being so I can show this to my kids through my own personal example. Hey, it's Emily here, and I am so grateful for you tuning in to this episode from building and maintaining a nine figure sales organization to speaking around the globe and now creating the It's Emily Lifestyle blog. Thank you for being a part of my journey. My mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the skills, the encouragement, the tactical strategies, and inspiring stories while we continue to become purposeful entrepreneurs and leaving a positive impact in each other's lives as we're called to do so. So with that being said, it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug into your new world here. So let's dive in. Why hello there. Today I want to talk to you on little ways that I really have increased my confidence over the years as a woman, as a business owner. Uh, Let me just tell you, first of all, I wasn't always this confident, especially when it came to business, sales. I mean, this is something that I had to learn along the way. And what I have found in life is that, you know, your self-esteem, right, your confidence levels, you can either be growing them and going on an upward spiral of positivity or easily get in a funk and you go in a downward spiral, right? And I see this happen a lot. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy when you have low self-esteem. The worse you feel about who you are and what you do, the less motivation you have to actually build your self-esteem and to take action. So, What you really need to do is fight every day to do things that build your self-esteem, that build your confidence, that build that muscle. It's a process. It will not happen overnight. Life will happen. Things will happen. Relationships changes. People, (laughs) we all deal with people, will piss you off at times, right? You'll lose a job. You'll lose a client we all get this, we get in funks, right? But the better you become at building this confidence and self-esteem muscle, the easier it is to get out of the funks and you will no longer be that person that has low self-esteem. Okay. Like I said, it will not happen overnight, but there is things you can do to get started on this, to continue to practice this, that can improve your self-esteem and overall it's going to help you become so much more confident which is what we all want first of all if it's if we're looking at business here what you got to understand um or trying anything new in life it's new right think about it the first time you ever rode a bike the first time you tried a new sport the first time Uh, Maybe for me, like I wasn't always great at yoga, right? I would go in there and I'm like, oh my gosh, these poses. And now I'm very confident and I feel great and limber, but that took time. I had to build my self-esteem. I had to build my confidence. 
So, you know, it's so funny when I'm mentoring people in business and they want more from their life, they want to build their dreams and they try something new, it, you know, automatically they start to beat themselves up. And what I always like to remind people of, and even in the assembly method, is to give yourself grace because it's going to take time. But what I know is to be true is this, you're gonna have low self-esteem if you constantly think about what you wanna be doing, but you're having delayed action, you're not actually taking action towards the things that's going to help you build confidence. So action, taking action on things builds confidence. It absolutely does, okay? So if you find you're in a downward spiral, you have to start chipping away at things that are gonna boost your self-esteem and that's a ripple effect. So one thing you know that I preach all the time, and if you follow me at all, you know this, is making sure that you're taking care of your health. And you know, not only because you wanna look good, right? But this also is releasing those endorphins. This is giving you so much confidence because you accomplish something. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I really have not been consistent at working out. I really have been slacking on my morning routine. I've been waking up and checking social media right away. Um, that's probably what's making you get in your head. Question yourself. Uh, because you're waking up with other people's agendas on your plate. You're waking up without taking care of your temple, your vessel. And I have found, you know, by having these little baby habits throughout my day, drinking more water, having the right supplementation, even as I record this, I have a, a standing desk, right? I'm standing up right now. I'm not sitting all day. Sometimes I even turn on my mini treadmill while I'm at it. All these things is just building and building and building and building and building me into a more confident person. But if I were to eliminate the morning workout, I would, were to eliminate the morning gratitudes, the morning routine, the morning meditation, if I were to eliminate drinking water and instead I put a bunch of McDonald's on my plate, instead I sat down all day, over time, that would chip away, it would compound and it would lower my frequency and my self-esteem because I wouldn't feel good about myself. I'm sure my skin would start freaking out from eating junk, right? Not detoxifying my body. I'm sure I'd put on some weight. That would definitely affect me, okay? So these are just really elementary things to think about, but I go back to the core fundamentals of our wellness when it comes to boosting your self-esteem, okay? It is essential that you take care of your foundation, and then there's all kinds of other things we can do along the way. Um, and so if we're talking about this in particular in business, you know, so many times people say, oh my gosh, I want to become great in sales. I want to become a great network marketer. I want to become a great speaker. Uh, what I would say is you have to take action on the things that are freaking you out. <laughs> okay. So what are the Moodle, the move the needle type of things, the things that are going to definitely move your development. They're going to move the needle. Um, so it could be presenting. It could be presenting um, even the close of your business, how to get someone started in your business. It could be presenting the actual presentation, but you've been avoiding it and kind of relying on everybody else to do it for so, so long. And so if the if it isn't appearing like 
hey, here's an opportunity. I create an opportunity for myself to make myself exercise the thing that's gonna boost my self-esteem. So I'll give you an example. When I started network marketing, I quickly realized while the person who is winning, the person that's obtaining the most success, <laughs> the person that seems to have the most confidence is the person that's in front of the room. But I didn't have the income, I didn't have the story to really be in front of the room. I didn't even know how to be in front of the room. I didn't even really know what to say, but I found creative ways to start to be in front of the room. Okay, and one of those ways was by welcoming everybody that came to the meeting. I, I literally asked my mentor at the time and I said, hey, can I help out? Can I welcome the room? Can I, you know, if people were sitting spread out and we needed more chairs, I could get them to sit together. I could get everybody started and, and introduce you. And, you know, as scared as I was of that, by doing that week after week, it started to give me more momentum, okay? Because that's what we want. We want momentum. And basically, it it started happening where it was like, okay, well, you did great at that. So let's have you do, you know, a little piece of the presentation now. Let's have you do the product same segment of the presentation. Oh my gosh, like Emily's like really actually doing good at this. And it started to boost my confidence, okay, and my self-esteem. And also, inadvertently, it made me look like a better leader. It made me look like I was more serious than the rest of the other hundreds of people trying to make this business work, right? Um, so that was massive for boosting confidence. Even, you know, today, if I want to try something new, if I want to be more in media, be more on TV, I start to say, okay, well, this is not an arena that I'm used to, but what ways can I get myself out there? What ways can I start practicing that muscle to increase the confidence? And, you know, you could scale it back from big meetings and to media to meetings, right? Uh, the way you become masterful at sales, at presenting, is in the little meetings. So you just need to have more of those. And the beauty of it is most people don't know what you're supposed to say, what you're not supposed to say. They have no idea. So I really look at this as Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 hours, right? He talks about to become masterful at anything, but this compounding effect brings confidence. Now, the reason people low their self-esteem is because they try it uh, once and then they stop. And they move on to another thing. They get shiny object syndrome. They try yoga once and then they don't consistently go every Wednesday night at the eight o'clock class. So they're always going back to square one, square one, square one. They're out of practice. Now, eventually you'll get so good at it that you can go once a month. You could go once a quarter. You could give a talk. Even during COVID, you know, I wasn't in person on stage. I wasn't doing what I was used to for all these years. So the first time back, it was like, whoa, right? But I still had that memory muscle. I still remembered once I got into it because I did it so many times before. So that's how you really start to increase your confidence in business and everything. I tell you what, everything is figure outable. 
So if you're like, I don't know how to do this, guess what? I didn't know how to speak. I didn't know how to close someone on a program or a pack or a service. I didn't know how to build rapport with people before I started this. I didn't know how to do a lot of things. But when the hunger is high enough and the work ethic is there, you can build your self-esteem. Another way is modeling other people that have a high self-esteem, that you know speak positively about themselves, about other people. I mean, so much of the way that you can boost your own self-esteem is truly by spending time with people that also have a high self-esteem. They have a high self-worth. Now that doesn't mean they're egotistical because that's an insecure person is egotistical, but I mean somebody that is more developed. And so it's so important as you're looking to become more confident, okay, is that you really look at like, who do you hang out with? Do you hang out with people who are insecure? Are they judgmental? and jealous of others, because that's gonna rub off on you. It is, I'm just saying. Do you hang out with people that are closed-minded? They really live in that box life, baby, when they, like, let's just be honest, <laughs> the open pastures is a much better place to be. But think about this, closed-minded people. Are you one of them or are you hanging out with them? Because that's gonna affect your confidence, pessimistic. People that fear change. If you're friends with people that have done the same things for the past 40 years, live in the same house, have the same paycheck, have the same experiences, and sit there and complain about the wind, then chances are you are going to be just like that. Insecure people fear change. And it's healthy to have fear, okay? But, you know, it doesn't mean you don't have fear, but it means saying, I am identifying that I have fear, but I'm going to lean into it and know that fear is actually a positive thing. I'm going to step into my fear and I'm going to do the thing that I don't really want to do, but I actually really want to do it because on the other side of that is going to be a more confident me. So you're reframing your perspective around having fear. Are you following me? Can I get an amen? Right? Insecure people, they hide flaws. They need to be right all the time. They act like a know-it-all. Okay. And this is the polar opposite of being a confident person, right? They, they're always right. Nothing is ever wrong in their world. It's their way or the highway. And if you're leading a team, you got to have some humility and understand that you're not always right. <laughs> and you have to see things from other people's perspectives. And you got to be confident enough to do that. Insecure people blame other people. It's always somebody else's fault. They never take ownership. You may know a couple people like this, or maybe you've been blaming people for just about everything in your life. No blaming, no justifying, no complaining. That's my little slogan that I live by. And even when I got involved in business, 
That was actually one of the first things I ever read. I might've been by T. Harv Eker in Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. Um, but when I started to like bake that into my soul, I was like, all right, if it's gonna be, it's up to me. I cannot blame my insecurities in anyone else but myself. I cannot blame my business not growing on my downline because if it's going to be, it's up to me. I need to go recruit new people. I need to be, you know, leading by example instead of blaming other people for not moving fast enough. I cannot blame someone for the way my office looks because I, I need to change it. And I just, I literally take total radical responsibility for absolutely everything. And when you live like this, you become more confident because you're directing your path. You're making things happen. You're not waiting or blaming on other people. And that's why entrepreneurship can be such a beautiful thing because the future is in your hands. But if you're super insecure and you blame everyone, I don't know if entrepreneurship is right for you. I think you should relook that or grow and change. You can grow and change. I mean, even with family stuff, there was a while in my life when I first got into entrepreneurship and then my childhood, you know, I looked at the way I grew up was like, you know, without a dad, some of you know my story, I was raised by a single mom and I, you know, I, I would never see my dad. I didn't really have a relationship with him. And I used to blame him. And I used to like blame things and the way I was because of that whole thing. And instead, I traded the expectation of how I thought my dad should be for appreciation and started appreciating that it made me such a strong woman an independent woman and it makes me appreciate men even more it makes me appreciate like when I see a, a dad or a man with like their children a child at the coffee shop and they're having dad son time it makes me literally stop and you know my heart just flutters and it makes me just appreciate their bond even though I might not know anything about these people, right? It makes me appreciate my dad. So I don't expect things out of anybody and any add-on, any blessings, any friendships, any anything I get from team members, just their energy, their willingness to lead, their love, their light, even on social. That to me is such a blessing, but I don't expect people to do things. It's like an add-on. And that makes me more confident because again, I'm taking total ownership and I, I'm just not gonna blame other people. And it doesn't mean you don't get pissed off at other people. I get mad at people all the time. Like, what, what? I, don't, I don't understand their, their way of thinking. But I just go, Emily, what can I control? And when I focus on what I can control, what can I change? What can I do? What can I do to make it better? Listen, it's, it's so much better. It's so much easier to live this life with 
high energy and, and confidence because I have confidence that I'm going to move forward. Another thing insecure people do is they always make excuses for just about everything. So if you find yourself constantly making excuses, oh, you know, I was going to, I was going to do that meeting, but you know, I just felt tired or, you know, oh, I, I was going to start writing my book, but you know, other people needed me and you know, all, all excuses are created equal. They just are. And when you start to stack excuses, it starts to chip away at your confidence in yourself subconsciously. So what does confidence look like? How, how do you build more of that? You celebrate other people's successes. That's a great way to build confidence. If you just even notice the fluctuation in my voice, if you just even notice how you feel maybe when I say that versus when I said fear change or when I said blame others, but when I say celebrate other people's successes, that is a confident person. I can tell right away if someone's insecure or if they're confident based on if they praise other people, if they see beauty in other people, or if they're like, mm, she looks a little better than me. She sounds a little better than me. Uh, mm, mm, no, she must have bought her way to the top up oh, and they find ways to poke holes in people. We all know those people that no matter how great somebody is, whether it's a public figure, someone doing well in business and in life, maybe they look good, maybe they're fit. They'll make up some outlandish thing to try to bring the other person down. We all know these people. It's like, what? Instead, someone that's confident says, I see beauty, I see light, I see such an amazing, gorgeous person, and I'm gonna celebrate them and their success. If that makes them happy, and if they're doing what they wanna do with their life and what God put on their heart, heck, I'm gonna praise them all day long. and. I'm going to cheer them on and I'm going to be a huge advocate for them. And that's how I choose to live my life. I choose to be a cheerleader for other people. I choose to encourage other people. I choose to celebrate other people, even that are in other industries than me, that are in other companies than me, because I'm confident in who I am, who God created me to be, that I know that no two people are made of the same DNA. No two people are the same. So if you want to increase your confidence, celebrate other people, see beauty in other people, and also stay open-minded. Stay open-minded that somebody else was raised different than you. Someone else is on a different life path than you. Somebody else has different zones of genius that they're tapping into than you. And it could even be somebody that lives under the same roof as you. Stay open-minded. Another way that increased my confidence was traveling. A lot of you know I'm a Christian. I was gonna say I'm a Christian by trade, <laughs> but you know what I mean? I'm a believer in Jesus. But when I traveled to Cambodia and you know, I started to learn about the Buddhist culture. And when I've traveled to Uganda, and when I've, you know, sat with an atheist, 
when I started to see the world differently than the little town in the Midwest where I was raised, that gave me more confidence because I became more open-minded. It didn't necessarily change my personal beliefs. It didn't. However, I want to have an open mind. I choose to have an open mind. I choose and I understand that I can only see to the level of my understanding. And so this gives me more confidence in all that I do. I choose to think positively. I, you know what, if I was looking at the glass, is it is it half empty or is it half full? I choose to find solutions. And all of this, all of this, all of this that I'm saying brings more confidence into a person. It makes them more of a confident person. I'm willing to take risks, not crazy, foolish, outlandish ones, but enough not to play safe all the time, put myself on the line. Taking risk isn't always about spending money. Taking risk could be you going on Facebook Live and sharing your story. That's gonna give you more confidence. I'm able to laugh at myself and know like, dude, I screw up sometimes or I'm a goof, right? I'm always learning and growing, always learning and growing, always learning and growing. So you have to adopt the mindset of I am always learning and growing. Always. Only forwards, not backwards. I'm always moving into the future. I'm grateful for my past. I love my present, but I have a forward-facing mindset. And what I know today is only the tip of the iceberg because tomorrow's a new day. So I'm not afraid to make mistakes. I'm not afraid to move forward. I'm not afraid to put myself out there because I know that the byproduct of that is gaining more confidence and in increasing my self-esteem. I'll admit my mistakes. I admit when I screw up because I'm always learning and growing. I hope this is resonating with you a little bit. How can you increase your confidence if you are living as an insecure person? If you're always living in fear, you're always blaming other people. It's really hard to be a confident person. Just know this is step by step. This is day by day that you build this muscle. And there's so many more ways you can build your self-esteem and your confidence. It could go on and on about dressing for success, putting yourself together. I mean, think about this. You're going to go into your dream job right now and you're going to interview. Are you going to wear your jeans from five years ago and an oversized baggy t-shirt and have your nails looking a little, you know, let's just say like not nice, a little like, like you just changed the oil of the car. Your hair is not done. Okay. Imagine walking in, landing your dream job, doing that. Or you put dressed in a nice, maybe it's a dress, a fitted dress, not sexy, but sexy enough where it fits your whole body. You feel polished. You feel put together. Or maybe it's a business suit where you feel like you got swagger, you got, you know, 
a blazer on, you've got some nice slacks on, maybe some heels. Your hair is nicely done. Your nails are freshly painted. Maybe you have a touch of lip gloss on. You could probably even feel the way you're standing as I say that, or sitting up in your car. If you would imagine picture A or picture B, what picture are you gonna lay on the job on? What picture are you gonna arrive 10 feet tall and bulletproof on? So some people are going in picture A every single day of their life, making sales calls, trying to do meetings, trying to execute. Listen, no wonder why you don't have a lot of confidence because you're dressing like somebody who doesn't have confidence. And it's not about the brand and it's not about the price tag. Let me tell you this. When I first started in business, I was used to being a massage therapist. I was used to wearing scrubs. I wore scrubs to work. So when it came to sales, I was like, oh, okay. Like, okay, I probably shouldn't wear tight workout pants when I go pitch the business meeting. I don't think that's really appropriate, even though I could do that. And I started to really quickly realize, like, if I wanted to become a millionaire, if I wanted to talk about money, I needed to act like I had some. I needed to dress the part. I needed to be more confident. So I went down to the local consignment store. I surfed the blazer section. I found a couple blazers. I found a couple pairs of high heels and I put myself together. And I kid you not, I rocked on the same outfits. I just would literally change them out. I'm like, okay, let's grab a different t-shirt or you know something to wear with it. And I would wear these outfits and I would just transition them. I had like three. But the thing is, is that this helped me play the part. This helped me rise to the occasion. This helped other people treat me with more respect. And this helped me have more confidence because when you look good, when you feel good, you do good. And it all plays together. So every single day I do things that compound to build confidence. So my question for you is every single day, are you building your confidence? Are you building your self-esteem step-by-step, brick-by-brick? Are you building these foundational principles? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you working out? Are you chipping away at maybe a new occupation career that scares you, but you know on the other side of it, you're going to become more confident and you're implementing it into your schedule and you're finding a way to get the practice and get the hours and get the 10,000 hours in? Or are you avoiding it and choosing to blame your upline or choosing to blame somebody else for it not working? Are you skipping the workout and coming up with a thousand excuses of why you weren't able to get it in? Are you building your confidence or are you eroding your confidence? And that only you can answer, but guess what? If it's not on the positive scale at any given time, you can course correct and you can say, you know what? I'm going to build my self-esteem. You know what? I am going to start to become a more confident human being so I can show this to my kids through my own personal example. 
and I want to make my household and I want to make everything in my world and everybody that comes in my world, I want to make everybody rise to the occasion. I want to make everyone do better just because of my own personal example. And that is how I live. That is how I choose to live. I will not apologize for it. And either should you. So pass this on. Pass this on to a friend that you know they're almost there. You know that they want better. You know that they want to do better. You know they want to get better. But they just need to go to work on building their confidence. I love you. I hope this landed. And I will talk to you soon. I'm so grateful you've listened all the way through as that right there, my friend, says a lot about your commitment to your personal empowerment. If you truly found value in this podcast, then screenshot this podcast right now, put it on your Instagram stories and tag me at It's Emily, as I'd love to see you taking that step to empower others. Remember to also go leave a comment on what your biggest takeaway was from this episode on my most recent post on Instagram. Within two hours of this podcast dropping, we always pick two random winners every Sunday and gift each winner a $50 Amazon gift card. Lastly, it means the world if you take just 10 seconds to share the same takeaway in the review section on iTunes as it really helps amplify this podcast to more people. Remember to always spread light, spread love, and pay it forward, my friends. I believe in you.